we open with some pretty cool Autobot Decepticon fighting through Japan, resulting in some of my favorite stuff, the endangerment of humans. Not sure why they're fighting here specifically, but there's all sorts of cool battles happening. I have to admit I'm a bit of a sucker for any episode with a large cast, as long as they make at least a half-hearted attempt to characterize and color everyone correctly. And that's more or less the case here. Unfortunately, the Emperor of Japan is not a fan of his country being reduced to ashes by giant robots, for some strange reason. He bitches out Rodimus for it, which, well, let's just say if I were Rodimus, I'd remind the little human which of us had the giant metal feet and which of us would leave a tiny little smear. This is very bad for business. You frighten locals and scare tourists away. Okay, not only is that the same actor that does Abdul Fakadi, it's essentially the same accent. I'm not what you'd call sensitive to issues of political correctness, but that's just not right. Not all foreign people sound alike, you guys. There's a whole rainbow of offensive stereotypes out there to draw from. Rodimus is understandably a little bummed out by the ingrates, and takes a second to himself to confide this to Cup, but is interrupted by Marissa Fairborn, who's sort of the wrong person at the wrong time and drives him to throw a little hissy fit. Okay, I realize I'm just making excuses for the guy, but honestly, this is what I always liked about Rodimus. He's a new leader. He's unsure of himself. He doesn't just charge into situations without a plan, oozing confidence in the zero abilities he has. Sorry. It's just, well, you know who's coming back soon. I'm not happy about this, but we'll get to that soon enough. So Rodimus takes off, and Fairborn, to her credit, follows him in hopes of providing a sympathetic ear. A couple of Stunticons show up and eventually run Rodimus off the road, and oh shit, that's the Matrix, isn't it? They took the Matrix, not good! The Stunticons head back to Char, which for some reason looks exactly like Cybertron this time, and receives some rare praise from Galvatron. He tries to use the thing, but all it does is produce the ghosts of dead Autobot leaders. Awesome. This naturally freaks him the fuck out, so he gives it to Scourge with orders to destroy it. And Scourge, being my favorite kind of Decepticon, the dishonest backstabbing type, does nothing of the kind. Instead, he shoves it into his own chest, which mutates him into an all-powerful abomination. Like steroids! By rights, shouldn't we be hearing the touch and addressing the guy as Scourgimus Prime? Ah oh, well, never mind. Meanwhile, back on Earth, the now Matrixless Rodimus reverts to his earlier form. Now free of the burden of command, Hot Rod just wanders off and lets someone else worry about this crap for a change. Back on Char, Scourge fucks up Galvatron and takes command of the Decepticons. Works for me. Taking advantage of his burdenless state, Hot Rod watches some Japanese dudes sword fight. Uh huh. But it's not bad. He gets some dojo wisdom from some sensei guy, which we all know he needed to do before Act 3. I just kind of wish he'd done his soul-searching with a wise robot instead of a wise man. There's nothing particularly irritating about this guy, I guess. So, Monstrosity Scourge leads an assault on Japan again. Look, it's just easier than relocating everybody, okay? We already have the backgrounds for Japan, just live with it. I'm also not clear how the Autobot Matrix gives a guy powers to destroy Autobots, but I'm still kind of okay with it. I mean, come on, you know where my sympathies lie. Hot Rod charges in at Scourge while he's wasting his time terrorizing humans who taunted him, and having learned his lesson, kicks the guy's ass and takes his Matrix back. Then Galvatron and Cyclonus show up to do a little torturing. You know, I really don't have much bad to say about this episode. Nice character arc for Rodimus, pretty awesome threat, mostly it just felt a bit rushed. Like it might have worked better in two parts. Also, it's sort of too little too late for Rodimus to learn his lesson here, when he just has to hand the Matrix back in another episode. 